It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers looking at lots of tomatoes and lantana and uh, the milkweed. and uh, What was that woman buying that she bought two of that she liked so much? Do you remember? Um, Oh, sorry. Rock rolls, I think. That's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, they've we, been cut back. So yeah. uh, unless you know what the plant is, oh, she knew you wouldn't buy it because it's not in bloom. Yeah, oh. she she had uh, said that she had a she great, bought great uh, um, performance from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So why don't you give us a call and be a part of today's show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. You mentioned yes, the milkweed, but you didn't mention the mist flower that... Oh, where? Right in front of the milkweed that Jerry, oh, Jerry, wow. Jerry spotted it yesterday. Very cool. We were talking about, uh, it's time the, somebody had reported they saw monarchs. Oh, it was the butterfly garden in my neighborhood. They was <laughs> seen monarchs already, and so, uh, and that mist flower is just on the verge. There's a few blooms in there, but uh, another great uh, butterfly plant, uh, blue curl, is just starting to bloom. It's good. Oh, right. very good. And yeah. and your Jerry's favorite, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, larkspur. Yeah, yeah. Larkspur is about ready to bloom too. And inspired by the confidence that you gave me and your encouraging words, I went out and uh, hoed up or raked up all the uh, every every little bit of uh, oh, bed straw that I could find. Didn't it, didn't it stick together? It did. So, but, it, but I couldn't. I could only get piles. That were once I got a pile that was more than a couple feet high and uh, <laughs> a couple, a of couple feet. feet wide, it, it didn't move as well. So I'd move on to the next one and just well, that's, there yeah. you go. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it filled up a whole trash can. It is, and that's with pushing it down and <laughs> and it's heavy for something very light. It's very heavy. Well, it's when you compact, <laughs> compact that much. What's that? When you compact it that much, yeah, that is quite heavy. It's uh, oh, and I noticed something else. This is kind of weird. So we we bought uh, one of the I don't know if it's an old fashioned shrimp plant or not, but the one that's the rust colored. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that's not rust colored. Original anymore. one. Yeah, it's not rust colored anymore. Yeah, uh, they it's, they turn turn darker. In yeah. The, uh, in the uh, in the when it cold in the cold weather. Oh, okay. It's like a dark red. Yeah. Right. It's it's a it's a rusty red, but it's still it's red. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I've discovered something new. No, so, yeah. so are you going to wish for it to continue to be cold? No, so that, so that you can ever. No, I'll just take a picture red. and enjoy it. Although I do like the rusty red one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do too. I like that. The Forrest Appleton got a big bunch of it planted in his backyard, and uh, yeah. we we noticed that. Uh, 
changing in colors of the of the blooms or, or bracts, I guess they are. Do you notice the the deer? Uh, how they're up on on the edge? You can see them around the even live oaks and a lot of the shaders. They're up on their back feet, uh, getting the new growth. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, plants uh, that they normally don't don't uh, worry about, but their <laughs> new growth is desirable. But you can see their little black, little, you know, where they've dug up the ground around there. Yeah. Around there around. It's amazing how uh, <laughs> sharp those hooves are. Well, what's interesting is when you cut cut some limbs off and leave them on the ground, I leave them, just cut the limbs out of the trees for some reason. Yeah. And leave them on the ground. No deer will come in there and, and make, clean, clean that brush up. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Or if you make a nice pile, uh, just measured pile and they come in there and go through the pile to find the parts they like and pretty soon it's not a measured pile <laughs> yeah speaking of piles i got this uh i got a note from uh uh, f- uh, <laughs> uh somebody <laughs> that i'll think of his name okay uh but uh he sent a picture of his cactus plant Cliff Bingham. Oh yeah. And he sent a picture of his of his cactus plant and he he wrote over it I thought these were deer proof. Look. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, the deer got it and stomped them all down. Yeah, I've seen that. There's especially uh the Cactus is especially susceptible if it doesn't have the thorns on it, though. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple, a couple of neighbors along the <laughs> Dorothy Louise that they, you know, the plants just get to look great, and then next thing you know, they're all flattened. Yeah, uh, as far as Appleton, it is right up about the deer that's on plantanswers.com under pest, uh, uh, the introduction to the... Uh, uh, deer best deer resistant plant material. Uh, he mentioned that he said uh, they eat it, but a lot of times they do more, da- more damage by uh, stomping, stomping it and uh, rubbing their antlers on. And this it seems like this. Uh, I think we mentioned this before, but it seems this year I've never seen them do so much damage to shrubs and things. You know, yeah, well. Texas mountain laurel and. Even lantanas are <laughs> flattened, and then the cactus like that. Yeah, I don't know if that's because the, a lot of the small trees in a neighborhood like mine are are, are big now, or they're uh, covered up with protection. But Maybe they, so. Yeah, they, they really uh, flattened them in this, this year. As we were, as I was walking out uh, yesterday, a lady was uh, loading a, a cart with. Uh, 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 bottle brush with hmm. that dwarf bottle brush that we were saying. Yeah. And she loaded the cart wrong. It, 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 she put the heavy stuff in oh, the front no. and it flipped it off. So I, I was worried that she hurt herself, but she didn't. And uh, she was getting that bottle brush because she said uh, that the, the tag says the deer won't eat. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if they will or not, but uh, oh. I, I reminded her of Thrallis. And I, I don't know 
Yeah, Thrallis will probably be here. It was late here yeah. late the fall, but it'll probably be here again. Yeah. I talked to her. I, I think it was the same woman. She was she was worried. To the label said, full sun. And I said, with that dwarf bottle brush, her morning sun is better than the than that. Yeah. They're not thinking of San Antonio full sun yeah. for, uh, for a plant <laughs> like that. Yep. All right, uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Milton got his short sleeve shirts on. I know, and he's but, got, uh, got the goose bump on. Yeah. But no, but no shorts. No shorts, huh? It, I promised when I, when I read the weather yesterday, it said it was noon. The, the sun would <laughs> fight those clouds off, and we'd be... Yeah, be 80 or 78. Yeah, well, how's that working out for me? <laughs> I, I I threw on my coat. I did wear a short sleeve shirt, but I threw yeah, on your coat. Yeah, that was smart. It's not bad, but still. <laughs> uh, It'll be better uh, in an hour or so, I think. Yeah. Uh, our, man, our man Dennis came through for us. He did. Way to go, Dennis. So, And he, he would listen to the show. He and, does, uh, as he's want to. He sent us some information on the tulip farm in uh, Lavernia. Yeah. And uh, I printed that out and gave it to Milton. Maybe we'll give him a call next week and, uh, and talk about tulips in Lavernia. Yeah. They've also got a farm in uh, Dallas, I think. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, I think you're Dallas. right. And uh, then he, uh, he jumped on the... Uh, Leap year plants that you were having so much oh, trouble with yesterday. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one. He well, said you might consider periodic plants. Hmm. He, he said the problem with the leap year plant, our leap plant, is that uh, that uh, they they're hard to find. Yeah, and a, a, a century plant is not the same as <laughs> no. every four years. <laughs> But uh, he he said the first one he thought about he said in, in a periodic plant mm-hmm. was a a more a morphophallus titanium. Oh, that's the uh, Titan Arum. It's a flowering plant with the largest unbranched. Inflorescent in the world, and uh, that that brought to mind. It, it uh, we've got pictures of that on uh. plantanswer.com. Oh, <laughs> and so uh, the uh, it's under. I looked it up, and I, I hadn't so I could tell where it was, and it's on. Uh, it's on uh, 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 questions with photos. All right, I'm going to go look. On the plantanswers.com. And it's on uh, cor- uh, listed as corpse, C-O-R-P-S-E, flower, oh. corpse well, Okay, flower. yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. and uh, so, be, on, so be warned. It's under the title of Big Jack. It stinks. Yeah. What is the largest flower to ever bloom in Texas? I used to say, uh, <laughs> I used to try try to tell people uh, that Moor Grande hibiscus was the largest flower in Texas. Now, they they promote it quite often at the National Arboretum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It takes it, years to bloom. 
and uh, and they the where they get their name is that they uh, when they they put out an odor like a corpse. smells like a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the fly the flies seem to really yeah like the it. flies are attracted to it and they they're the pollinators. I think well I was starting to remember but I, th- I think it's quite attractive if you're a good uh, good distance away from it. <laughs> well, I've got pictures of it there on the questions with photos index and uh, I guess you could do a search uh, on plant answers for Big Jack. Okay. <laughs> and I've got pictures so do of, you... of David Cre- of, of uh, Creek, David Creek and Stephen F. Austin and uh, I've got the picture of female pistols and male pollen top. And I've also got a picture of Greg Grant checking out Jack's privates. Okay. <laughs> On here. And, uh, uh, you may not want him to go any further. That's why I wasn't <laughs> saying anything. Oh, God. <laughs> and so uh, they, is that, is that when good da- pictures there. Is that when David and Greg were young? <laughs> It's uh, Jeremy's in one of the in one of the pictures, uh, posing with Jack, and he was young then. So I happen I happen to be up there. It, t- it takes year of t- uh, let's see seven to ten years of vegetative growth before blooming for the first time. So every other leap day, yeah. Milton. So if you want to make a, I like that. So next four years, four years we'll remember that. You bring that with you? Will you save that for four years? And What's that? Save all that with the four years? <laughs> Dennis maybe, is, uh, maybe you could also, I'm sure that the, your website could uh, could arrange so that there was a smell released. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, when, wow. Every eight years or so. In time. And on bro- leap day. Yeah, on <laughs> yeah, leap day. If my brother was still alive, he'd be trying to figure out a way to do yeah. that. That's huh. the pictures, Milton. See the flower? Oh my gosh! Wow, it's, it's big. huge. Yeah, it's huge. That's so. Uh, I think it. I think it ate David. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for all that uh, research you did and and the response uh, that our that our Austin crack reporter did. He's good. Yeah, Dennis knows his stuff. <laughs> If you're, if you're looking for a crack reporter, we, we highly recommend Dennis. So. He's in San Antonio, by the way, right now. Oh, what's he doing in town? He's, uh, they're taking a little tour, vacation, hiking, oh. and whatever. So uh, that's why he had to send it out yesterday to me. But he's in San Antonio, and I hope he's having a good time. Yeah, me too. Uh, we'll give him a break today. We won't ask him to do any research. <laughs> I want to mention... Uh, that tomorrow, Monday, uh, is the last day to sign up for the Water Saver Landscape Design School, which will be on March 7th. That's uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah, I Friday. think so. Uh, and it'll be in uh, at the San Antonio Botanical Garden in their wonderful new classroom near the Culinary Garden. Registration is open and on our website, and that's the uh, Garden Volunteers 
dot org website. Cool. And then they got uh, four lectures. They got four uh, colorful handouts that include uh, lots and lots of examples of plants and information. You get an individual counseling if you want to bring in some information, have some specific questions about. And uh, it's, uh, what, $30 per person? Registration is $30 for an individual, $50 for two at the same residence. In the same household, yeah. Milton, are you going to that? Um... I'm Should think, I? I'm just thinking counseling. <laughs> you know, we all need a little. Do they offer counseling too? We uh, we we talked to at least a couple of people that are new to the area that yeah. were looking for getting get a, kind of getting a background. And that design school is what about from eight thirty to two or something like that. Yeah, the classes start at eight a.m. and it does. I don't think it says when it ends. But that that be that's a great way to get the uh, basic. The knowledge where oh, to yeah. start, and then the other thing, of course, is plantanswers.com. Yeah, um, to, to get more more information and get some of your specific questions. Answered. I send people to that all the time. Yeah, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, your citrus article, how, <laughs> how, to, how to trim a peach tree. There you go, yeah, for and diagrams. Yeah, how to uh, prune. That's a that's much easier if you got something to look at than try to describe it. And, and on a peach tree, if you actually tell someone how to trim it, they don't believe you. Oh. So you got to tell them to go look at the pictures. So Trace is up on the porch with us. Good old what you say, Trace? Hello, gentlemen. Yes, sir. What's going on? Well, the only new, Uh-oh. new thing I saw this week is they finally had some dwarf cherry surprise available. All right. Oh, is that right? So hopefully they'll show up Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, okay. Sometimes they've surprised me and not shipped. But you mean this is the first time that they've been available? Yeah. Okay. Gosh. Uh, well, I had, I had some about in cans. Yeah. Right, but the uh, first time the smaller ones are available. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Yeah, That's a popular them. tomato. If you well, haven't tried it. We had a guy drive all the way from Austin. I don't doubt it. Why is it a popular tomato? Because it, it tastes good and it puts out lots and 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 lots of tomatoes. And it's little cherry uh, tomatoes. Yeah, we used to say celebrity was probably the most reliable. I think we'll have to give that uh, oh, yeah. status to BHN 960. Well, he, or, he actually to, had a shopping list with different uh, different people that live around him that wanted that. So he was, oh, my gosh. He, he was here to probably buy as many as we had. Yeah. Huh. Huh? Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Sure. Okay, here, you take that mic. These guys will be able to help you out. What you got going on? You're on the air. Bougainvilleas. I'm going to put them in pots. Big, big pots. A lot of sun. My neighborhood right back here has tons of deer. Are bougainvilleas deer resistant? Or am no. I going to wake up and they're going to eat all my flowers? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they're not deer resistant. Not deer resistant. Bougainvilleas. Hmm. Even Whereas, though they got those thorns on them. They'll find a way. And now i got to change up my game plan. All right. Thanks a lot, Jim. Well, now you can spray them with a, a product called uh, Liquid Fence. Oh, is this going to be on your patio? Out in the front yard, and the deer go up and down my street at night. And Most anything that looks yummy, they, they eat don't it come all. on the patio, do they? They do. They tore up my hibiscus uh. last year. <laughs> well, I hate to say it, you're going to have the same results. People come on the front porch. They come on the front porch. Well, I got this question. This goes along with it. Someone told me if you take mothballs and smash them up into powder and lay them around the yard, that also kind of keeps the deer. No. Old wise tail? No, no. <laughs> so as soon as the as soon as the odor is gone, they're going to be right in. 
And and even then, it may not stop them. Depends on how hungry they are. Yeah. It's not, and it's not not a real pleasant order, too. I mean, uh, some people are actually allergic to it. Yeah. My, my wife will have a, a I don't want to say asthma, but it's some kind of reaction like that every time she gets around yeah. it. Demovo. Yeah. yeah. And you oh. can do like we did. We had skunks under the house, and so we loaded it. <laughs> Under there, and I, we about had to move out <laughs> because of that, that, that gas in there. The skunks moved out too. But. Oh, did it? Okay, well then tell me this: I need something that goes in a big pot that's going to sit in a lot of sun that blooms, and hopefully the deer don't like it. Thryalis, Texas sage, lantana, lantana, uh, Esperanza, Salvia guy. That point, uh, uh, did you say poinciana? I uh, didn't, but that would be another yeah, one. That's an, yeah, it looks kind of. That ate the flowers. The point. Uh, I believe Duranta, I think, is uh, resistant. Do they? Not in our yeah. neighborhood. Hmm. They don't eat the flowers in your neighborhood? No. Well, All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. <laughs> Good luck. Sorry about the bugging me. Thank she you. Thanks for. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Maybe you should plant it anyway. No. If that's what she wants. No. There you go. Or you could do a little experiment. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I thought you said they had a liquid fence with no older. Uh, no, I never said that. <laughs> I must have dreamed. They, they, they I must have dreamed. There's that. another product that has a less offensive odor. Okay, maybe called I must garden. So they they take the same stinky stuff and then they add something that smells halfway decent to us. Okay. So one of them is a mint scent, okay. and one of them's a spice scent. So and it's called what? Uh, I must garden. Is the brand name? What are you saying? I I I must garden. I must, I must okay. garden. <laughs> I was thinking you were saying Amish. <laughs> no. I must. I know I mumble, but I'm uh, I'm pretty I must sure I got that garden. Right. Is that right? I must garden. That's cute. What's his name? I uh, must garden. Well, hang on, Trace. We got to take a quick break, okay? Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a break and come back with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas right after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about some things that you'll find on sale this week at Millburgers. One of my favorites is the Texas Superstar Whopper Begonias. These are absolutely beautiful. If you haven't seen them, go online and check out the large bronze and green-leafed begonias. They're super splashy. Mine has been growing since I got it last year, and it's incredible. People in the neighborhood actually stop and talk to me about it. So you'll find them at Millburgers in the four-and-a-half-inch pot for just two forty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on wax-leaf begonias and geraniums in the five-and-a-half-inch pot, regularly six ninety-nine, now just four eighty-eight. Millburgers has Lantana on sale. For four eighty eight in the one gallon container. A Drift Roses, another Texas superstar, is on sale in the two gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight. And you see them blooming all around town. It's Texas Mountain Laurels on sale in the five gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Texas on the first day of March, 
some March songs. Hey, want to invite you to go to a party over at Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner. It's next Saturday and Sunday with uh, drawings to win prizes, uh, free uh, bird, well, you get a chance to win a free bird feeding station, and it could even win a $50 gift certificate to Wild Birds Unlimited. So if you haven't been, if you have been, go celebrate with them next Saturday and Sunday over there at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. And if you haven't been, this would be a good day to go because you celebrate. It just says join us for a party. I guess it's a spring party that they're going to have over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. Maybe, maybe it's Bill's birthday. Or maybe the Purple Martins. Have, uh, it could be. Whatever. I bet that's going to be a lot of talk. It's going to be the Purple Martins and uh, how to uh, attract them and stuff like that and what to do. And how to, And it's it's kind of getting late, I guess. Is it? Well, I know that now is it, you need to hurry. You mentioned that yesterday. So when well, when know, does the migration end? Well, it, doesn't, uh, it could end any time in March. Right, we, right now, you know, we saw... Or, what middle of February we got yeah. reports of Martins, but we haven't had much action since then. Okay. So, so everybody is kind of. I was. I kind of put out the message to see if anybody had seen any more. Have you heard, Trace? Uh, nope. I sure haven't. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I talked to Bill um, over there at Wild Birds, and he, he hadn't heard much after that initial action too. So they're just, as usual, being uh, on. Uncooperative, unpredictable. Did you see Calvin's article yesterday, paper? No, but I'm sure you're going to show me. Those ugly, those mean Martins. Well, there's, a lot of them. there's a lot of them there, too. You're, yeah. And you're, you're, and you, know, you notice anything? Uh, no my, sparrows. They're all Martins. Yeah. No sparrows. Which is pretty much what you want. Yeah. There's no sparrows. All right, so if you want to mean, I'm telling you. If you want to bring nature to your home, <laughs> the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited can help you do that uh, through a wide variety of things. You can develop, like we've said, like a same with Millburgers, a friendship uh, with people who can help you each time, who will sit and listen to you, uh, to your situation, and who've experienced it before, because they can do all kinds of help for you. That's at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Give them a call two one zero. 497-2473. Speaking of birds, what is the big bird up there in the tree? You can see him because there's no leaves on the tree. Uh, that's a Boat, big, that's boat-tailed a... grackle. Oh, is it the huge one? Yeah. Wow, they're big. Well, no, you know, you're right. Crow. Trace that's is a crow. And, is it a crow? Uh, I think it's a, it might be a hero. I was, the raven? I was thinking hawk. But oh, no, no. No, I'm telling you, the raven, the ravens are moving in. Now we just need a, a ball team by the name of the ravens. The ball tail. You never know. We could end up with a uh, minor, minor league hockey team. Oh, yeah. maybe so. The grackles but didn't, I call didn't them the like it. Oh, the grackles are, are picking on the raven? Yeah. That's, never more, that's my a, friend. Never more. <laughs> that's a grackle right there at his back. At the yeah. Right, they, right there. Yeah, so we'll have to see. He had a huge wing spread. Anyway, so be, I don't think it's too big for a crow, don't you? Yeah, I think so. I think that is. Calvin, a raven. do your raven, do your raven impression, and we'll see no. if he, because he can hear it through the speaker. <laughs> Wait a minute! Well, he picked up his ears. He's listening. Yes, <laughs> he ears. I don't know. He just kind of picked up his head. <laughs> he's listening to Calvin. He's going, that man has got some indigestion. Yeah, looks like he's pulling stuff for a nest. Though. Oh, maybe so. Wow, we're going to get a raven nest. Well, maybe. Okay. I, I doubt it. There he goes. Oh, he's oh, the grackle's picking on him. 
<laughs> oh, let the raven be. There he goes. All right, that makes great radio. All right, what else is going on, Trace? Uh, uh, I don't know. I just learned that deer had a four-chambered stomach. No. We did learn that, yes. Well, is that part of the reason why they can eat uh, our mistletoe? <clears throat> and, uh, oh, maybe so. And cattle, cattle can't. It's uh, at least at least you know in the literature there. It's, yeah. It's a threat to cattle and horses, but not to deer. It, it does explain why they can eat some things that other things don't. So yeah. Hope, yeah. Maybe they like those ghost peppers that gentleman was talking about. Yeah. Apparently they might. Yeah. They might. Well, they. You they, like the ghost peppers? I, I do. Do you eat the ghost peppers? Sure. Wow. <laughs> You're brave. I was up here and took a bite of one. <laughs> Okay, I know you did the little pekins. Uh, that was bad. And his, I started sweating. And yeah, his, you did yeah. start sweating. That's, That's right. And hair, his hair turned a, turned yeah. a little silver. A little, yeah. little more white. Yeah, yeah he did, did honestly start sweating. He was like, ooh, that's hot. No. Okay, I'm sweating a little bit now. But, uh, do we have yeah. ghost peppers yet? No. Uh, when do the peppers the, come in? No, I have a few now, but not ghost peppers. Okay. Uh, it's a little on the nippy side for a pepper. Yeah. I didn't know. I figured. Although I did find some odd ones uh, I'm contemplating bringing in. There was a Carolina Reaper and a few other ones. Oh, that's a hotter one. Hotter than ghost pepper. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I haven't turned that order in yet. Okay. People love them. They do. I don't know if they eat them. But they love them. <laughs> it's a good novelty, regardless. I think yeah. the, I think they give them to their friends. There you go. Quote unquote. Friends. Ex friends. Ex, uh, yeah, former friends. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking mother-in-law, father-in-law. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> the first, uh, divorce the first, attorney. The first time we planted about it, first to farm. I told I told the virtual. I said, okay, guys. These are not. They, we're just testing these to see how they yield here. See if they do well here. But you're not to not to eat them or give them anybody. They're too hot. And they get this smile across their face. You know, I know a guy I'm going to get to. Oh. <laughs> so they're that pepper black market. What, yeah, that's what they mainly want to do with them. Uh, is everybody coming in buying the real weed-free zone? We're, we're selling a lot of that, and <laughs> uh, and pre-emergence have, have picked up again. Oh, good for the for the right. uh, image and uh, compost. Everybody, oh, we we've been moving through a lot of compost, so it's the perfect time to put that over your your yard quarter. Yeah, and a half ta- yeah, we we kind of we haven't emphasized it this year about. Uh, um, Aeration and top dressing. Yeah. Uh, some someday Saws is going to tell us we can't water our grass, but every other week. And if you haven't built up a good layer of compost to hold the water, you may not have green grass. But then that's all said and done. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, people, if there's a f- chance of rain, is it an even better time to do the compost? Oh yeah. Does it? Sure. Does it does well, it'll push it further down. Okay. But as Calvin mentioned, if they're going to do core aeration and they want to do that first, put the compost out so a lot of that can sift down into the It's about the only practical way to get uh, organic material down into the roots of your lawn. And our soils have a tendency to get compact, even if you're just looking at them, let alone (laughs) walking on them and things. So I have a weird question. Oh, oh no! no. Oh. I interrupted Wait a you minute! I don't remember what I was. This saying is the first time I know ever. Okay, so in a neighbor's yard, there is a big tree that you can clearly see died and was cut down, and um, 
was uh, now is decaying because there's a uh-huh. you can the, they do that they do that after they die yes I guess yeah. but <laughs> where the tree is just to the other side of it all the grass is kind of fading and yellowing and stuff like that and so I'm wondering when when it when a tree dies a big old tree not a little guy not but like uh, oh this was a probably a big tree because the the stump is as big as my laptop. Uh, yeah, did they? Does it rot? Did they grind the stump? Uh, I don't know. They might have. Do you see a stump there? Uh, a little bit, not much. But you can see some. Some, but I'm wondering yeah, about the effect on the lawn. Does it affect it? Does it take away nutrients? Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> As it decomposes, it's gonna. The roots that are closer to the surface are gonna take the nitrogen that you would be feeding your grass to decompose. Quicker. Right. Okay. But you do get some organic material out of it, so yeah. it's like a double-edged sword. You get a little bit, you give a little bit. Oh, okay. And most most of the time, the impact on the live tree is more than the the impact on the ground from the dead tree. It might be something strange. Maybe they. I don't know. I guess they. I, I have seen when the roots rot that uh, that when you water, the water goes down the the channel of the roots. Yeah, and, it does that. And, and doesn't the grass doesn't get it. And it has oh, been that's dry. It's been surprisingly dry. But on uh, the other side of it, it's on on the front. It's all green. On the back, like if you will, it's yellow, which yeah. could be something else. But I thought, okay, I wonder uh, if the tree was right made. now. I almost bet that it just has to do with how cold entered their property. Oh, maybe so. And where the weeds germinated, rather than. Yeah. Hey, they didn't tell you that I I, I raked up all my. Uh, Pedstra. No, I, I knew you were talking about doing it. I did it. <laughs> it. Took me about an hour and a half of raking. That's all. That's all. That seemed like a lot. No. <laughs> oh, but it's good exercise. <laughs> Thank you. Was, I kept uh, saying to myself, "This is good exercise." But it did. <laughs> and was, I wasn't cursing the weeds at all. But you were pretty content with the look, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, it looked so much nicer when yeah. it was done. Yeah, and I couldn't have mowed it. It would have been a mess. There's other stuff. There's some little clover and stuff that I'll have to mow. But I think that's where I, where I noticed that it kind of eats up the lawn underneath it when you mow that one. Not that I was wrong. I don't think it was the bed straw. But yeah, just. And then when you're on the prowl, then you just see that one little sprig that's left yeah, up and you run over there. Yeah. We go. <laughs> 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 I decided I was gonna pull mine up, you know, uh-huh. by hand. Oh my gosh! And so you must not have I pulled a- the big ones first. Yeah. And then as I was walking away, you see little ones coming up in the in the ground. Oh, okay. And so I had to try to pull those up, too. Then we mowed it. So we interrupted you, Trace. What else is going on? I don't remember again. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about some of the <laughs> things on We're special? talking about weed-free zone. Yep, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Zone. The weeds. Now, yeah. What are you telling people that have weeds in their yard and they want to do, get rid of them organically? More? Well, so my first question is, what kind of grass do they have? Uh, they say so, they have St. Augustine. Well, then I suggest pulling it and uh, mowing it. And mowing. Bermuda is actually very easy to control weeds just by mowing at the right height. Yeah, right. And frequently. And about part of, part of the issue, too, is identifying what they're... Uh, situation is we had some people I think the last week that were talking about their green lawn and ready for fertilization and everything well of course we our suspicion was that it was 
grass, annual yeah, bluegrass annual or bluegrass. rescue grass, because the some of the neighbors were not green, you know. Yeah, hmm. my annual bluegrass in the backyard uh, got eight, ten feet, ten inches tall. Really, eight to ten inches tall. Oh. But when they mowed it, mowed it, looks looks nice. Yeah, it looks slick. So I got a new product. I have not tried it myself, so I'm not going to say one way or another. But it's a form of iron that is supposed to kill the weeds. Oh, how interesting. Uh-oh. Never heard of such a thing. Yeah, is that like Milton's rake, steel rake? Yeah, it was iron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. No, it's a, it lists as, a, as an organic weed killer. So right. is it beneficial to the grasses? But I, kills them? I would assume. Huh. Um, but, you say yeah, it's an iron? I'll bring one up here next time. I come. Is it key lady? Then? No, it's not key. It's it's a form of iron, though. Oh, so iron sulfate? I, I I can't remember. <laughs> I'll go I'll go grab one. and I'll bring it. Oh, okay. by the way, uh, by, by the way, I saw a advertising on TV the other day for a Roundup pre-emerge, pre-emergence. Interesting. Brand new. And uh, they were showing it. Uh, Putting the round the pre-emergent on top of the soil between plant between tomato plants. Huh. Okay, so then it's got to be corn and gluten meal. Why was no? The, it's right. It's right. It's a Roundup product. That, they can package corn and gluten meal just like anybody else. Oh, okay. why, why was the Roundup in it then? I mean, what was the advantage? I mean, there's no. It's the company Roundup. Oh. The company Roundup. So and it's a pre-emergent. Huh. That's why they promoted it. Well, that's why it drives uh, poor Neil Sperry nuts. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he, all those variations around. Yeah, 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 right. And I'm kind, of, I'm kind of with him because you, can, you know, if you're not careful, you, you gotta, you buy the wrong product or you use the wrong product and you get a completely different result from it than you expect. Well, the neat thing about weed-free zone, uh, it's a uh, it's got two foot D in it, right? Right. And it, it gets uh, most of the weeds and doesn't harm the grass. So uh, Charles, Charles uh, used to tell me it actually would kill his baby crab grasses too. Oh yeah, good, right? Well, I love. But uh, the the deal is, a lot of our people that are listening don't know the grass from the weeds. Awesome. And, so, and if if that's the case. Then weed-free zone is your answer. Just spray it and forget about what kind of grass you got, because it won't. The weed-free zone won't kill the zone. Will kill the grass. That's true. I like the the fact here. I, I mean, we've got at least four, four, maybe six versions. You got the hand spray. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got the hose-in spray. Yep. And then you got the concentrate, three different so the sizes. Three, but then yeah, then you got the three different sizes oh, because, too. Yeah. So, so there's an eight ounce, a sixteen ounce, and a quart. Yeah, gosh. So yeah, yeah. There's nine. That's nine. Well, that's four, five options. Five options because you only got the one hand sprayer. That that hand sprayer really works slick yeah. for uh, uh, the limited area yeah, or pe- the corners. Yeah, a lot of people live in uh, uh, apartments. Uh, 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 the small, small homes. Condominiums. Uh, condominiums. There you go. Uh, we had a we had a, uh, a a function yesterday, 
in the morning where we set up and answered questions for people in a in a community like that and uh, a lot of them had very small yards but had weeds in them and uh, and didn't want to pull them so I I told them to weed free zone and and uh, just like any other chemical follow the directions yeah but it only takes a light mist you know I see people spray to run off and all they're really doing is wasting it so just a light mist that's all it takes well, that's a, a natural uh, inclination. If a little bit good's a lot better. Yeah, it, yeah. It takes, it takes, you can tell somebody that's used a product like uh, Wheat Free Zone. You used it quite a bit because they are really kind of mm-hmm. careful about just using a little bit. Or when you first use it, you just can't believe that it's going to be. As- <laughs> hey, and we got to it fast too. We got to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. 67. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about some things that you'll find on sale this week at Millburgers. One of my favorites is the Texas Superstar Whopper Begonias. These are absolutely beautiful. If you haven't seen them, go online and check out the large bronze and green leafed begonias. They're super splashy. Mine has been growing since I got it last year, and it's incredible. People in the neighborhood actually stop and talk to me about it. So, you'll find them at Millburgers in the four and a half inch pot for just two forty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on wax leaf begonias and geraniums in the five and a half inch pot, regularly six ninety-nine, now just four eighty-eight. Millburgers has lantana on sale. For four eighty eight in the one gallon container, Adrift Roses, another Texas superstar, is on sale in the two gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight, and you see them blooming all around town. It's Texas Mountain Laurels on sale in the five gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on these and much much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. <laughs> Burgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And I'm guessing Trace is going to come back up with that thing to show you the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, sir? I mentioned uh, the uh, last day to sign up for the landscape school mm-hmm. is tomorrow. So call, uh, call uh, go on to the gardening volunteers. But there's another school dot org. Week later or a month later is it? What's that? Essentials Sec- in garden. Yeah, Sen- no, the same no, thing. Se- same uh, design school. It's within oh. with the second version of. Uh, uh, I don't know the exact time, but it was close. So maybe a, just a month afterwards. Yeah, all I got is the uh, the one on March seventh. But they can. Here, we'll go there on March seventh, and if, uh, check out the both of them will be listed there. Yeah. And uh, the March seventh one's probably close to full. Yeah, let me. Go, I'm going to go online and check. And then March fourteenth is spring bloom. See, uh, gar- mm-hmm. uh, from nine to one. Mark Peterson came by. Yeah, 
And then um, Mark didn't call us after he came by and visited us last <laughs> week. We haven't heard from him. I got uh, I got another notification uh, from our new uh, pro- program announcement person that uh, about the essentials of gardening class on Monday, March the sixteenth, which is what two or three weeks away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, not this, not next weekend, but weekend. Yeah, after Monday, that. Not next Monday, but the Monday after that. Right, right. That doesn't sound right. That's right. It is right. Tomorrow's seventh. Second. It's Friday. Second, yeah, eighth, ninth, tenth, and then seven days later. Okay. Oh, sixteenth it was. Yeah. Oh, and it. Oh, whoops. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Mar- uh, March sixteenth, twenty twenty, on Monday. Uh, from 12 to 3 at the San Antonio Garden Center. They'll have their essentials of gardening classes, a uh, class that they have every month. And Chair. the first presentation will be uh, mainly talking about uh, 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 cact succulents and cacti. There's Belinda's dream. Yeah, isn't that pretty? Yeah. Uh, by uh, by a new person that we're not, I'm not familiar with, Heather S. Fled, Fled, Fledger, Fledger, and uh, she'll be talking about uh, succulents and cacti. So she's replacing she, some of our familiar folks, huh? Yeah, uh, you know, Claude died. No, I don't. I don't believe it. She's making that up. Stop doing that. <laughs> wonder, anyway, wonder why I didn't call. <laughs> anyway, the second uh, the second presentation will be our longtime friend Deborah, or known as Debbie Reed, and she is the technical director of the Greater Edwards Aquifer Alliance. Wow. Well, we knew her when she was uh, just, first. Uh, just getting out of A and M. She was the arborist here for the city of San Antonio after she'd been a right. intern for us, and uh, she studied under Joe Novak, I think. Sure, by, over at A and M, and uh, she'll be talking about restorative landscapes to create a water. Sponge Carbon Sink City. Calvin, I think uh, I think you probably came closest <laughs> to explaining what that was. Well, it just uh, cuts down runoff. Yeah. It has a combination of elevations and plants uh, that uh, utilize uh, runoff in an attractive way. And just uh, it's an environmentally appropriate way to deal with uh, uh, water in that situation. Yeah, she's working with the city of San Antonio and federal community and neighborhood partners to apply these practices on public green spaces to be used as mitigation, uh, a mitigation tool to assist San Antonio to meet its air and water quality goals while reducing storm water runoff. That'll be interesting. Okay. One thirty to two thirty. 
is her presentation. The the cactus and succulent deal is uh, uh, 12.15 to 1.15, and that'll be Monday, March the 16th, and a $5, don- $5 donation is requested, and uh, light potluck snacks are provided, and items are always welcome. And we always like people. to mention that the gardening volunteers uh, of San Antonio are a wonderful way to get uh, to participate in horticulture projects with uh, f- folks that have the same interests you do. And also it's a, a good time to uh, have fun and uh, contribute uh, considerably to the effort because, uh, you know, water conservation is one of their big issues. Uh, and, uh, you know, just as Debbie's topic uh, yeah. is another environmentally appropriate topic. Yeah, right. it's it's uh, it's good for just about any level of uh, gardening, just if you enjoy it. Uh, it's uh, good people to be around that will help you out. Uh, Dig or, in the dirt or educate. Yep, or, yep. You'll, and, you'll find something you like. And learn a lot, yeah. Okay, and 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, while we've got a chance before we go to break, let me tell you a little bit about some of the events that are coming up at Millburgers. Now, March is going to be a busy month for Millburgers. For the kids, uh, we're going to start off on the, uh, let me see if I can get the calendar to come up, um, on the 14th. And it's going to be on vegetable gardening, spring vegetable gardening for kids. Mary is going to be teaching that. All they ask is this is popular, and they uh, they also have giveaways and stuff, so they don't want kids to go away empty-handed. So they ask that you make a reservation. Just so they go away. Huh? <laughs> Just, <you know. laughs> um, yes. So, no. So they, we, your kids will have a great time, and yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be planting. They'll love it. Yeah. And so call 210-497-3760, 210 210- Four nine seven three seven six zero for the event on the fourteenth. These are all on MillburgerNursery.com, by the way. On the twenty-first, answers to your rose questions. The, all right. Uh, yeah, from ten to two, the San Antonio Rose Society will be here. That's always fun, and the way they do it is just—it's not like okay, the like David and the uh, and uh, the, the guy from Davies Trees did a presentation that began at a certain time and ended. Now, this is just kind of an open forum. You come, ask all the questions you want from a, a Rosarian, and they'll help you out with that. Um, There'll be a number of Rosarians yes, here, yes. too. Yes, yes. So uh, it's it's great. So, you know, so a lot of if people... you don't like the answer you got from the one, you can yeah, go, to, you the go to the other one. That's what yeah. Jerry used to do. <laughs> What's your favorite? I don't like that. Let me ask this other guy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they're here from 10 to 2, and that'll be great. Then we also have on the 28th, first off, we start off with the blood drive. We'll tell you more about that when we get details for it. The Lions Club is going to be here doing free kid site vision screenings at Millburgers. They also encourage you throughout the month to donate your glasses here, old glasses that you're not using, those ones that are in the drawer or tucked away somewhere, a junk drawer, uh, to uh, somebody by coming and bringing them here to Millburgers, and they'll give them to the Lions Club. The screen is called Kids Sight Vision, but it's actually for kids and adults, and that's on the 28th from 9 to 2. And then there'll be a class two on Tomatoes 101 and Spring Vegetable Gardening for adults from 10 to 11. So it's going to be a big fun day here at Millburgers, uh, a big month with lots of stuff Who's going on. Who's teaching that one? Let's see if it tells me. I'm sure it does. Um, hang on. 
staff. The tomatoes? Yeah, tomatoes 101. I imagine that's uh, David Rodriguez. I see his picture. <laughs> yeah. Surely, the, the way he looks, they wouldn't put his picture oh, there unless they had. Man, you're just mean. <laughs> yeah, it says David will be doing the adult uh, yeah. adult seminar. And at what date? Uh, that's on the 28th. It's cool. Yeah. Just in time for the... the our kind of uh, magic date, April 1st, is kind of a magic date. You can, uh, oh, is it? Oh, for tomatoes and yeah, stuff? Yeah, you usually can count on that. Uh, where you, where you take a little bit of a chance if you plant them in March, but yeah. after you make it to April. Jerry always recommends that you set a little, a few of them aside. Yeah, so especially the potted up tomatoes. Yeah, especially if you get, you know, in case you get a, a freeze or perhaps a some other issue. Yeah. A hail. A right. wind. Yeah, the wind. Yeah, all the, all those are possible in Texas. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867. Or come visit us at 1604 and Boulevard Road. That man is seriously looking at those tomatoes, and I'm betting, I'm, I'm betting that wagon is going to be full by the time he gets all the way to the end of the row. He's already, he's already got some rodeo tomatoes. This uh, year's rodeo he? tomatoes. Does he already? Cool. That's yeah, the about the big old, big old uh, tag in there. Oh, okay. See, in the tag, the, the David Rodriguez uh, gets a special tag for the master gardeners, and that's uh, that big tag that. Uh, that's in all the rodeo. This year's rodeo tomato, which is red snapper. Red snapper, the fish. Just ask for the fish tomato. Yeah, the fish tomato. <laughs> well, not the fish taco, the fish tomato. And yeah, and they'll know what you mean at Millburgers. Yeah, we can't promise at other nurseries. <laughs> they're used to it now. Yeah, <laughs> we get got some questions in. Yeah, uh, from plantanswer.com. Yeah. Oh, hang on a sec. We got Yolanda on the. Oh, okay. Right? I want to make sure we have enough time to talk. No to her. problem. 210-308-8867. Hey, Yolanda, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Hi, I'm doing fine. Um, I we had some brown spots in our Saint Augustine, and we cleaned them all out. We cleaned the brown spots off, and I went and bought some uh, Saint Augustine pieces at Millburger. And when it started growing out, we started getting that. Johnson grass, that crabby grass, and that's kind of taken over that spot. The Bermuda, the St. Augustine grass did not come out at all. Yeah, the St. Augustine is not coming out yet. It's still dormant. Right. Like like swarm weather, yeah. Yeah, what what have you got? What grass have you got? Uh, You said Johnson grass? Yeah, it's probably rescue grass. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Now, John, like, Johnson grass is one that's a big, great big one that grows in, only in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, what you got is is probably, I'm just guessing, Bermuda? and uh, it's re, it's uh, rescue grass, and it's oh. uh, winter weed, 
and it'll decline right. when the decline when the San Augustine is ready to come up. But in the meantime, if you can keep it mowed, it uh, keeps it under control and the, the eliminates the seed heads. Oh, okay. Well, I'm on my way over there, my husband and I. Can I just take a piece of that grass so you can sure. see it and tell me? Okay. Sure. Yeah, okay. Take yeah. that. Yeah, what just is your take, name? Pull it by roots. Well, we're here yeah, on the okay. porch, but if we're not here, you can ask anybody. This is Calvin and Jerry. But Calvin if we're not Jerry. here after 2 o'clock, uh, anybody, Trace, can help you or Tra- Claudette. Or, uh, Claudette, or, yeah. Claudette would be good, too. Roger. Okay. But you'll be okay. okay. Just ask somebody's help. Okay. Thank you. You bet. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866 866- 308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. If she drops off, that leaves a line open, right? Oh, we have a line uh. open right now. <laughs> okay. So can I do my yes, questions? Yes, you can now? do your questions. Thank you. Okay. I uh, got uh, one from Castorville. We live in Castorville where the soil has a lot of clay. We're thinking of removing two ligustrum trees and pl- replacing them with a Single Sierra Red Oak. I think the official name is Canby Oak. Would it do well here? And Forrest answers. Forrest Appleton answers. Uh, Jeffrey, the Sierra Red Oak uh, is is a recommended tree for South Central Texas. I've seen them growing in San Antonio. It's a very nice upright tree. It's also a, a smaller tree than uh, Monterey Oak or something like that. But uh, deciduous, yeah, might get some color. Might yeah, get some fall I, I, color. Usually, when I think of Sierra Red Oak, I think of color, yeah. fall color. Fast grower, yeah, it's a good a good tree. Then uh, we had another question. Uh, which pl- uh, from uh, Rockport? Said, uh, which plants, marigolds, etc., repel insects and nematodes? Hmm. <laughs> well, and uh, Forrest answers, Val, <laughs> I think you are doing some wishful thinking, as I know of no such plants. Sorry, that was nice, of Forrest. Forrest answered it very well. <laughs> now, what, what, what's your Getting at there are there are some there's some beliefs about uh, oh, plant, yeah. plants uh, resisting uh, insects and then there are some like uh, we Jerry and I have both recommended at times uh, marigolds uh, planted uh, um, to uh, what? A nematode a control nematode. a nematode yeah. but they have to be in place and and the root systems have to be. Uh, crowded or in in contact for two months before they start, and and what you hope is that the spider mice don't get them for two months. Yeah, but it, but that that's, before they start, uh, that's one option. Putting out the nematode. Uh, then, I, then another one that's pretty reliable is uh, in the winter time. Yeah, Sierra Elberon. Yeah, so those go to plantanswers.com dot com, and they're they're they're. You can count on the if there's a claim made. Uh, you can count on that being a claim that uh, is proven. Yeah, it, t- it tells how to use it and when to plant it. Uh, 
just look, uh, do a, a search on plantanswers.com, and then the first search engine you come to for cereal, like you eat in the morning, cereal rye, R-Y-E. Uh, we got a question here we haven't answered yet from Pflugerville. Hey, Pflugerville. When and how should I plant pride of Barbados seeds? Hmm. Now, I told people not to do that, to collect those seeds last year. Oh, yeah. Obviously, they did not listen, Milton. Can That's, you imagine that? No. <laughs> people not listening the to problem, Jerry? The problem with the seed. Yeah. If if they germinate, uh, you do you would plant them just like you would a a spring crop. In other words, uh, if you're gonna grow them in the house or in a sunny window, April you, you, uh, April one outside, I guess. Yeah, outside. Uh, you go ahead and start them in pots in in a sunny location where where it's warm with potting mix and things like that. And you, you put them in the pots, very shallow, uh, about, about a half an inch deep. And then they'll, they, they maybe, they'll probably sprout by April or May. Now, the problem with them, uh, sometimes it takes two years before they'll bloom. Because uh, they've got the, the plant has got to be a certain size uh, before it will bloom. So are you saving the seed to get a plant, a Prada Barbados plant, your best best place, best time to get immediate gratification is to get one in the nursery that's already blooming. And uh, you can, it, it'll, if you get it early, as soon as they come in in May, maybe, uh, that's a, a problem with Prada Barbados. They really don't start blooming until uh, the temperature warm. Yeah, they don't like this kind of weather. Uh, it's not like a geranium. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, no, uh, normal years, they freeze back to the ground. But I don't I don't think they froze back to the ground this uh, year. Not in my neighborhood. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but uh, So you can grow them. It just takes a long, it takes yeah. a couple of years to get them into bloom. Yeah. So if it's if that's fun for you to grow the seed, uh, just follow Jerry's directions. Yeah, that's probably on PlantAnswers.com. Yeah, I think we've answered that question before. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Quick reminder: as Jerry's looking for something else, real quick, the uh, mountain laurel in front of us is blooming. Mountain laurels are on sale here at Millburgers. Oh yeah! And a portion of the proceeds during the month of March goes back to help the Lions Club in their mission. When you buy a mountain laurel, so uh, if you've been thinking about one, come on over to Millburgers. You'll find a great selection, and uh, you can walk by that one. And uh, you can walk up that aisle, too, and the, the uh, flocks also smells wonderful. And they will, uh, you know, the ones in containers, the Texas mountain laurel, they're blooming. They're, they're not going to miss a step. You can plant them directly into the landscape. Cool. And they'll, blo- they'll continue their bloom this, uh, this spring and then next, probably next spring. I'm saying probably because it's got to be in full, full sun. And uh, it's got to be a well-drained uh, site. Um, so that's uh, that the uh, Texas mountain laurel is not very fussy other than that full sun and well-drained. 
Clint. 210-308-8867. Neil stepped out and made a recommendation. I'm proud of him. It kind of a recommendation. I think that's the uh, first so time you've said you're proud of Neil. <laughs> no. Some, uh, that's true. Uh, he just gives him a hard time. Yeah. Some, uh, somebody wrote he deserves in. it. <laughs> oh, okay. Somebody wrote in and said, uh, we have wild onions, wild strawberries, and Bermuda grass and other unwanted weeds growing in our Asian jasmine. Is there any spray we can use to get rid of them without harming the jasmine? Now, years ago, we took a leap of faith and and recommended that to to uh, I never forget a a guy from one of uh, a uh, commander from one of the military bases here in town called me and uh, said, "Is there anything he can take the weeds out of jasmine with?" and uh, uh, I, I kind of did like Neil. I told him that I had used Roundup before, and I had never killed Jasmine. And uh, but and that's kind of the way Neil uh, approached it. Said, "I'm going to tell you what a lot of commercial landscape companies have done for several decades. However, <laughs> this comes in the form of a comment." Milton. Okay. Not a recommendation. Oh, okay. Neil Scott. I, I guess that's what I did, made a comment. Yeah. Because it's not on a label. Oh, okay. And the label is the law. Correct. Uh, and also, you can you can mess that up. You know, we, we talk about it doesn't ever kill Jasmine, but uh, we had a city crew that just... They must have used three times, four times. The oh, wow. I, I, I've never seen. <laughs> and they killed, uh, they, they killed a, a patch, too. They just were very. Of jasmine? Yeah. They were very uh, right they, there out there in, uh, by Schultz House. Huh. But uh, I don't know how they did that because I've used uh, on a, 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 uh, Neil goes ahead and to say uh, that. Uh, that they discovered many years ago the glucose glyphosate uh, only herbicides will would kill Bermuda grass without harming mature Asian jasmine. As far as I know, it does not work on any other ground cover in that fashion. It'll work on cactus, and it'll work on uh, uh, purple heart. One or two. Uh, by mature, I'm referring to Asian jasmine growth that has turned from bright, shiny new growth of spring to the leathery dark green of summer. If you decide to follow, decided to follow their practices, I would try it on a very small part of your planting first. Be sure to use glyphosate-only product and not one of the combination herbicides. I don't know uh, if it'd be effective on the other weeds, but I would rather imagine that if killed Bermuda grass, it would also kill them. Now, hoping 
that a strong dose of glyphosate would would kill Asian jasmine that was running up the wall of my house through a screen. Oh. Uh, actually, going in a window in my house, I I made an application of uh, heavy doses. Of, how much? How much? Was it double the dose? Yeah, double the dose. Well, a heavy stream on that on that uh, new growth. You didn't see any action. Didn't touch it. Hmm. Huh. Didn't even kill it. Gosh, it must have been. So, they, they, so, they really must have used. Yeah, it. I had to go back and uh, use remedy. To get it out of that, mm-hmm. uh, get it out of that slow growth, uh, f- uh, fast growth into into the windows of my house. <laughs> but uh, then they grab the remote. You can't watch TV. <laughs> they're up all night. And they're fr- opening up the fridge. <laughs> Rem- remedy worked real well for uh, for me last year. And hmm. uh, to uh, I, I was worried that it would translocate back. Into other plants around there, but it didn't. Yeah. It, it was very, uh, 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 very. It stayed within bounds on what I sprayed it on. So, but um, remedy is a uh, is something that you're really better off following the label pretty closely. Oh right? yeah, because it's Jerry and I have gotten uh, to rely on it. Well, it's the it's the product on our cut vine and stump killer that yeah. we, that works so well. <laughs> uh, but we we have to keep remembering that it also you know it does penetrate uh, bark and it will even penetrate. It's not like Roundup. If it hits the soil, it no longer has any potency. It's got some potency can penetrate those shallow shallow yeah. roots, and the the same characteristics that make it so effective also make it potentially uh, dangerous in terms yeah. of your plants. But I, I've I've decided this year I'm going to put it on. Uh, I've got the Asian jasmine that's running up the trees and it's covered a chain link fence and getting thicker. So I'm thinking we're going to spray that with remedy too. Well, t- for me, it's re- really been effective on cut vine. I mean, on uh, <laughs> cactus. On my uh, oh, the cat cat's claw. claw. Yeah, cat claw. Yeah, if you you know you on. Six foot fence, where this stuff just takes over and grows up over, it makes it an eight foot. No, yeah, just kind of. Yeah, that's you, what. I'm, and you don't have to get it every every leaf. No, stem no, because of that, uh, it's a, that effectiveness of penetrating the the stems. Now, as I remember that cat claw at your place, doesn't that go into trees? Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, what do you do around trees? Well, I just, I just cut. The, you just pull it out. Yeah. Well, I do. Yeah, go to the tr- around the trunk and cut it, and uh, cut those stems that are going up there. You're scared to use remedy around. Oh the yeah, trees. yeah. I wouldn't use remedy around the trees. Okay. But uh, you can use it on on the fence as long as there's nothing that it's. Yeah, going. yeah. That's the way mine does. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break, and while we do, we encourage you to give us a call at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Milton Glick here along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons to answer your gardening questions right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, 
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about some things that you'll find on sale this week at Millburgers. One of my favorites is the Texas Superstar Whopper Begonias. These are absolutely beautiful. If you haven't seen them, go online and check out the large bronze and green leafed begonias. They're super splashy. Mine has been growing since I got it last year, and it's incredible. People in the neighborhood actually stop and talk to me about it. So, you'll find them at Millburgers in the four and a half inch pot for just two forty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on wax leaf begonias and geraniums in the five and a half inch pot, regularly six ninety-nine, now just four eighty-eight. Millburgers has lantana on sale. For four eighty eight in the one gallon container. A Drift Roses, another Texas superstar, is on sale in the two gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight. And you see them blooming all around town. It's Texas Mountain Laurels on sale in the five gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. The South Texas Home and Garden Show is next Saturday up in Floresville at the Floresville Event Center. And this year is bigger and better than ever. Actually, we've been uh, there uh, and uh, they've been doing it about 15 years now. This one, uh, they've, they found a great location because it has grown and grown and grown and features about 70 different vendors, all with all kinds of uh, products and uh, uh, different uh, technology and stuff that you can improve your home and improve your garden. There's going to be educational ki- uh, programs for both adults and children. And uh, there's going to be Dinosaur George is going to be there at the Floresville Event Center for the South Texas Home and Garden Show. He's going to be doing presentations from 11 to 1. It's a free event. Uh, there's free parking. It's just a whole lot of fun. There's free plants while supplies last. That's uh, the Guadalupe County Master Gardeners have been uh, growing and growing and growing and growing. So they got lots of cool stuff, including uh, different varieties of uh, vegetables and herbs. It's uh, they've got um, concessions, homegrown goodies that you could enjoy. Uh, go to SouthTexasHomeAndGarden.com and you'll see all the things that are going on. Uh, South Texas Home and Garden. Silent auction? And yep, silent auctions. Uh, this, what the, time does it start in the morning? Do you have that? It starts at 9 and goes through 6. It's one day only, and that's uh, it's going to be nice. Uh, it, it'll have lots of people, but, again, plenty of parking and plenty yeah. of room to spread out. They've done a good job. So it, even though you're amongst a lot of your gardening peers, it's not real, real, real Bring, the, bring the kids and go early and, they, and get the free plants, and then the kids can participate today. They've usually got uh, they got dinosaur Bob or whatever George dinosaur George. George. <laughs> well, they also they also the one of the neatest thing they have is that Home Depot has that wonderful looking, the people, yeah the volunteers come from the stores for the kids know, and do either bird bird houses. houses or feeders and the kids can make their own they have their wear their little <laughs> nail aprons and then they yeah. leave they leave with a uh, birdhouse and go put it up when yeah. they get back. And there's lots of activities. I know you hear this uh, uh, 
said about different events. Fun for the entire family. This one is. It has both uh, classes for adults, activities, and classes for kids. Uh, you can learn how to do microgreen, uh, grow microgreens, a container gardening, composting, uh, and all, and much, much more. Go to uh, SouthTexasHomeAndGarden.com, SouthTexasHomeAndGarden.com, and the proceeds uh, benefit uh, youth gardening programs. It says, according to the website, proceeds from the show uh, it, it's help fund area youth and adult gardening grants. And uh, there's uh, different recipients are on the site. Plus, you'll see all the different uh, sponsors, too, that make this possible. It's a go great to, event. So, Go to Wilson County News, their website, too. They always yeah. get a lot of information on the event. They yeah, had yeah. one of the chief sponsors. Yeah, for since, yeah, did you since do, day did one. Did you do the mystery plant this year? I didn't, but they did. They did? Yeah, they got, uh, I was going to have Elaine bring that up. <laughs> but they, yeah, I noticed that they have the mystery plant. Yeah. Go there, yeah, go there. They get the, they have uh, sponsors that give gift certificates. If you uh, guess what the plant yeah, is that right. they show on the paper, yeah. once a week, and uh, just kind of uh, to work up to the event, which is yeah this week works. And by the way, having done it for fifteen years, the drive there and back is gorgeous. Because the wildflowers are, should, should be starting to bloom along the highway, and there's pretty purples and the, some blue bonnets as well. Uh, so say, what do we think? Pretty, we have, we would have ver, verbena. Yeah, probably. I think you've told me it's verbena. Um, and we might have some flocks. Oh yeah, maybe so. And uh, what's what's the, uh, the, the the yellow one, Jerry? The the relatively large. Uh, oh, Coreopsis. No, no I, I think Coreopsis won't be for a while, but it's uh, oh. Somebody, uh, somebody in the audience, and there's also pink. There's also a pink version, yellow, yellow or uh, pink. It's real early. It kind of spreads out. Not flocks. No. It'll come to you in a sec. Not paintbrush. No, those are late. But anyway, it'll be there. It'll be at least three different. uh, Yeah, so it's a pretty drive, and you'll enjoy the event. Uh, so you'll have to call us. Somebody will have to call us next Saturday from the event and give us a howdy. Tell us how it's going. To, you know, to, they go through Lavernia to get there, don't they? Uh, I don't know. Go through Lavernia? No. No, I don't they think They don't so. have to. Lavernia is over to oh, the Oh, that's east. right. That's right. I'm thinking of 281. Yeah. All right. 210 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, Neil got another question in that was, I thought was interesting the way he handled it. Oh, boy. He said, I have a very large Texas mountain laurel that is 12 years old. However, it's never produced flowers or seed. Hmm. Someone said I needed to get another one to cross-pollinate with it. How should I go about that? And Neil says, very, very very diplomatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, it's not the direction well, I'm going to take with my answer, but just to address the cross-pollination issue, how could it pollinate if there were flowers there and were never flowers there in the first place? Oh, good point. Did Neil mention the, <laughs> Neil the, the usual, thing. usual thing we would... After 12 years, you would guess that it's probably growing in the shade. Yeah, I don't think you mentioned shade. What? Let's see. 
If it's large, I would impl- imply it has been growing vigorously. That's rather unusual for Texas mountain laurel. That would be suggest it has a great deal of nitrogen and foster leaf and stem growth uh, to the expense of flowers. Uh, he never mentioned shade. Yeah, see, I just can't I believe think it. shade. Yeah. Even, you know, that that's another reason, you know, but usually those are five- or six-year-old ones that are yeah, yeah. They're growing so fast that they're not blooming. Well, these these that they're selling here at Millburgers are full, uh, in containers, are full bloom. They've and they, and they are also pumped up a bit with fertilizer. Oh, yeah. Osmocote and uh, water-soluble fertilizer. But I, I like that uh, <laughs> Every everybody turns to cross pollination uh, when they don't have fruit on a on a tree or something. And uh, Neil points out that it could not pollinate if there were flowers there were not flowers there in the first place. I uh, I know uh, that we had a, a one year that uh, the orchid trees went through uh, went through the winter and bloomed in the spring. And uh, Tracy Lehman uh, called me and told me about one that I need to go see and take pictures of. Uh, and I, w- I went over there and uh, to see an orchid tree. And the, the people that owned it, it was a big tree, 20, 30 feet tall. And uh, the people that owned it said it, it hadn't bloomed uh, in 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> That it hadn't bloomed in 40 years, but when I looked on the ground, Blooms. seedlings. Oh. oh. Seed, uh, it, it obviously had bloomed sparsely and produced seed, which germinated beneath the tree. Huh. So. Hey, we're going to help Delb out at 210 308 Are you sure we can? Yeah, uh, we, uh, we can I help. think he needs help. We can help Delb. <laughs> What's going on, Del? Welcome to the show. How you doing? Oh, man. Del always needs <laughs> lots of help. You guys are so fun to listen to. No, well, thank <laughs> you. But the, the stub vine and whatever we call it, killer stuff, what is stump the vine, name on that? Cut, cut vine and stump killer. Yeah, there you go. Cut vine and stump killer. And who makes that? Who makes the? Who makes, who it? makes it? I don't know. What's the brand uh, name on it? Is it Fertile. It's not. Is it Fertile? There, there's. A, I think there's a different, a number of different varieties now yeah. of the same thing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking but, the one that we, yeah, the, I think it was Fertile. Okay. But there, but Milton's right. There's a, the same active ingredient on in a number of products now. We just. Okay, and that's a that typ- That's places. a typical Fertile name too. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like Looked several places for that and haven't found it. I'm a look, look for the uh, <coughs> look for that. Uh, Jerry, can you remember what that active ingredient is? It's wrong. It's the uh, same remedy. It's the same as remedy. Yeah, right? but yeah, remedy's not as the popular oh, oh. name. I I'll uh, go look. All right, okay. Calvin's going to go look for you, Dale. Okay, and, okay, I'm just like a major organic kind of guy, but i got to say, I am hating some hackberries, the largest weed in Texas, um, that keep getting cut and they keep coming back. Yeah. And 
we cut off a hackberry, put this on the stump, is it going to kill it? Yep. Sure if you cut, recut the stump and uh, then uh, paint it with uh, this cut vine and stump killer, uh, right after you make the cut, uh, it'll it'll not re-sprout. And I've I've proven uh, that to myself in my yard uh, several times with hackberry too. I think yeah, it? it was a hackberry. Yeah, the stupid hackberry. They're everywhere, and uh, uh, they uh, I, I made a. I made the cut one time, and I didn't have any product to put on the uh, on the cut on the cut that I made. And sure enough, it came back. I mean, it re-sprouted within thirty to forty days. So I had to recut it and then apply the product, uh, which killed the killed the whole plant. I'm, I'm getting and, uh, so tired of these things. They're just making me crazy. <laughs> and I really yeah. think that should be listed as the official state largest weed in yeah. Texas. <laughs> yeah, my my uh, uh, my my deal was I I uh, let one person care uh, of the product and one person do the cutting. So because of those little hackberries, they're so small. If you go in there and cut a bunch and then say, I'm going to come back and <laughs> and put that product on it, then uh, you, you'll miss some. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> so what I do is uh, have, a, have a designated painter and a designated cutter. All right. Bonide. Bonide is the stump and vine killer. Okay, uh, Triclopyr. Is the active ingredient, and but the uh, the Fertilome product is called Brush Killer Stump Killer. Okay. So uh, so it's at least there's at least come. two. Go there's ahead. at least two products okay, that, do, that do the same job. Come with a, a little dauber applicator, like on. You know, PVC glue or something like that. Do you dab it on with, or is it? Well, the the bonide is the one that uh, that we use. Had the little applicator. Yeah, it has the applicator. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Let's see if if the. Uh, I'm not sure. If see if the instructions say the how to the brush yeah. killer, stump killer. But you didn't have a applicator on what you were doing, did you? Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay, good. I had the cut vine and stump killer. Okay. Is that helpful, hey, Dell? Tell me again the name of that active ingredient. Triclopyr. T R. T R I C, L O P, Y R. That's the active ingredient, and in both products plus. You know, as Milton mentioned, a number of other products. Yeah. Um, so Calvin's looking, Deb. Deb, I thought you were oh, organic. Man. This is not organic. Yeah, I think even the, I think the hackberries have broken his organic will. No. <laughs> just, just even asking this question is making my bum twitch. It's yeah. Terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I just just so just rub a little day. on that wound, yeah. 
application. I'm so tired of these dang hackberries coming back year after year. For, <laughs> I don't there you go. Left. We'll take you back, Deb. We'll take you back. I don't think you've gone too far down the dark road. This, this, the, the um, brush killer, stump killer product, they, they suggest that for the best results, use a foliar spray, a, a mix of a foliar spray uh, with this product. And so that one doesn't, doesn't sound like it has a brush. Now, you can, um, it looks like you can use... Let's see here. I'm looking to see. I just put it, put it in a. If you got a spray bottle, yeah. Uh, just put that's it, good, uh, mix it in a spray bottle. That's a real good idea. And oh then, yeah. And then just spray it instead of brush it on. Because that, if, yeah, accomplishes the same thing as your little brush. Absolutely. And it also. So fulfills, that would be diluted or concentrated. Um. Let's see. I'll have to look at the at the label that's instructions. <laughs> guys are such great label readers. I love it. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the cut vine and stump killer is a pre-mixed thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I look at the side of the bottle eight, there. It's got eight percent in the fertilome, eight percent in the stump and vine. Tip. Okay. So I don't think you're. I think you have to mix that. I don't, I don't see where it says to mix it, but let me look again. Look at the side of, of the of the bottle, and it just shows you the ounces on the side of the bottle. Bottle. Where your finger is, you that one. Yeah, but that. Oh, but the <laughs> trace part is something else, Tim. Pre-mixed. Pre-mixed, I ready think. to go. All righty, Dale. And, and I think Trace is going to talk to us about something in a second. So, is this? I don't think you dilute this, do you, Trace? Oh, I see. All right. 210-308-8867. Thanks, Dale. All right. Which we go? We're glad you came over, Dale. Yeah. He's joined yeah, the used to be hardcore organic. Oh, okay. But big well, the, time. The hackberries broke his spirit. <laughs> That's like Malcolm Beck and Fire Ants. Oh. <laughs> he said. <laughs> he used he uh, until those Fire Ants ate the uh, insulation off of his uh, breaker boxes and knocked out his power in his shed out there. And he was kind of coexisting with the fire but after that he got after him all right so what you got so all right so i i was telling jerry there's a, an organic iron product that's selective uh, oh yeah the, yeah according yeah. to the label so I, I have not tried this myself it's but, in a little spray bottle right and it's a h-e-d-t-a iron type of iron um one and a half percent so i'm not sure how iron would kill a broadleaf weed but apparently it can. Well, if you hit it with hot, that's a that's the iron that we recommend, isn't it? I mean, the chelated iron. I, I didn't get that far into it, so. Uh, oh, well, that's interesting. It said weed killer, selective, it kills moss and oh. algae. Okay. 
According Works to- fast, rain fast in three hours. In other words, it won't wash off after three hours. Controlled broad weeds, uh, broadleaf weeds in the lawn. That's right. something to try. Okay. And it's, it's natural. Now, is it too confusing for me to go back and tell uh, yeah. the Fertilone product? It says you can uh, you mix you mix uh, uh, diluted by one fourth. So you use uh, you would use uh, four ounces in a gallon, four to eight ounces in a gallon okay. of this product. Okay. And then you would spray it on, and your little idea of the little spray yeah spray, spray would be pretty. That'd be good. Uh, because that would be the same impa- impact as uh, as the brush on this stump vine and stump, yeah. uh, vine killer. Oh, did you bring the grass? Is yes. that what's... Can you be on the air with us? Here you go. As... Grab the mic and and you give Jerry the grass. It's not grass. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> what's that? Are they Smell it. Sure. Is that what they call them? Oh, okay. Do you know what they're called? They have a bulb on the end, but the yeah, bulb it's is rain. Yeah. It's so it big rain now, lily? I could it's only a... dig it out with a spade. I can't dig it up. No. It's a rain lily, uh, or a lid type of lily. It's rain something. Rain, rain lily. But I need to get rid of them. They've taken over my yard. <laughs> but they, you don't like them? Don't, don't well, they? No, because they're a different color than the grass, and they're, Do they they're bloom? filling up all the... Yeah, not not lately, but ordinarily they'll bloom in a couple of weeks after they're up. Yeah, do they have white or uh, red? Yes, bloom? they're white. White bloom, a little mm-hmm. bit of white bloom. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty fairly pretty, but they're not grass. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, you're right, uh, and uh, I, I've seen them take entire yards. Yep, I mean, take entire yards. I dug yards. up one hole. I'll pull them up like this. Yeah. One whole side of my yard. And in ten days, they were back double, probably. Yeah, that's yeah. They're 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 very difficult. And I did try digging them up, but now the bulbs are so big on most of them that I I couldn't dig them up with a trowel. They, you know, they, most they, people buy those bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> and they re, they to reseed. come to my yard and bring their spade. <laughs> they reseed, and the seed drops, and in three years, the seed will be a bulb, and it'll have moved down. Yeah, they're, they're oh, yeah. four to six inches. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Is there anything at all that gets rid of them? Well, most of us don't think in those terms because, <laughs> like Jerry says, I, I kind of celebrate mine. No. She's not asking you how you think. Yeah. Well, so, I don't uh, know. Now they're going into my backyard. I guess the lawnmower is yeah. taking them there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, if it's two four D. You might uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, you, you might you might try one of those hand sprayed. Um, what's our product <laughs> well, called? Weed weed free zone. Weed free zone. They're inexpensive. Weed free zone. Okay. They're inexpensive, or or the holes in sprayer, but you don't know if it's going to work or not. That's what yeah. What Jerry's talking about. You might get one a little one of the the hand sprayers and test it. Okay. On a and see if it does. Well, when we we cut the grass, which of course I haven't done for a month yeah. or so, um, you probably can't tell the difference because they're a pretty color green. They're yeah, darker green yeah. than the, the St. Augustine plant. But they're. <laughs> <laughs> Do you drink? <laughs> Do you drink? Do I drink? Yeah, you <laughs> might. You might. You might just uh, as you're trying to 
convert yourself into appreciating the rain lilies, you might just try to drink a lunch on Well, pretty soon I'm going to have to appreciate them because they're going to be all over my back and front yard. Try some of that uh, weed-free zone. Weed-free zone, okay. The the pre-mix. He's saying the spray bottle, yeah. That's that's inexpensive, and you can just test it without having overextending yourself. And it won't okay. hurt your grass. Okay, well, that's good. I, I want to keep the grass. <laughs> but it might not hurt the lilies either. <laughs> well, I'll come back and tell you. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you, ma'am. Sounds good. All right. Good luck. we got to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to talk to you about some things that you'll find on sale this week at Millburgers. One of my favorites is the Texas Superstar Whopper Begonias. These are absolutely beautiful. If you haven't seen them, go online and check out the large bronze and green leafed begonias. They're super splashy. Mine has been growing since I got it last year, and it's incredible. People in the neighborhood actually stop and talk to me about it. So you'll find them at Millburgers in the four and a half inch pot for just two forty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on wax leaf begonias and geraniums in the five and a half inch pot, regularly six ninety nine, now just four eighty eight. Millburgers has Lantana on sale. For four eighty eight in the one gallon container, a drift roses another Texas superstar is on sale in the two gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight and you see them blooming all around town it's Texas Mountain laurels on sale in the five gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight this week at millburgers you 'll save on these and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery I am Sadie Hawkins and I live in dog bag. I just can't seem to get myself a man. Cause I'm uglier than sin, and no feller will give in. But I got a gun and also got a plan. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Al. I wanted to do a little Sadie Hawkins music because in a leap year, uh-huh. women are supposed to ask men to marry them. <laughs> so it's okay. I think I think it's been okay for a while, Al, but okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. While the guys are answering questions off the air, oh, are you ready? Okay, you were looking at that thing, I didn't know whether you were... Yeah, we're looking up the product, the uh, iron product that uh, we recommend... Yeah. Uh, as a chelate. And it's F. Well, and F E E D D H A. And the active ingredient in this uh, new lawn weed killer is uh, F E, which is iron, H E D T A. So I guess that's that's different than uh, oh, okay. than the iron chelate in uh, iron product in Carl Pool iron chelate and Fertilome liquid iron. Yeah. So uh, that's an interesting concept. Now I know iron will burn a plant, but will burn plants sometimes. Well, they said, I, I don't know the, what the website was, and I don't know the credibility of the website, so I'm going to disclaim myself from what it said. Oh. But it said 
does it work? And uh, well, we don't we don't want to ask Dennis because uh, he's on vacation. <laughs> he's but, on vacation. But it said, uh, how does chelated iron kill weeds? It said in the recommended dosage, uh, grass can will uptake and thrive with this, but plant but weeds do not. In other words, it said that that the grass would tolerate the concentration of iron, but weeds wouldn't. So oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know. I will have to. That's interesting. We'll have to. Uh, that trace comes up with some good stuff. I know. So. <laughs> we'll have to try. We'll have to. Uh, maybe he can uh, give us some to try. Uh, yeah, guess where I'm going after the show? Where? Oh, that's right. You're going to go check out the blue bonnets. <laughs> check out the first blooming red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Just, you're okay. Just a little less. So thank you. All right. It's okay. All right. So but anyway, uh, Calvin was helping somebody. So we've got a, a customer here at Mill Burgers that planted the red, white, and blue blue bonnet. Yeah. And uh, he contacted me, uh, sent me his telephone number and uh, address and everything. Uh, and he thinks they're ready to take a picture of. Yeah, so... Now, this is... I'm betting... Okay. Because these are from transplants. Right. I'm betting that uh, he's seeing the first couple of blooms that come on the blue bonnet. Okay, which... And I, I'm, I'm thinking... I'm going to take some pictures today. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to wait about uh, two weeks... Oh, and take two pictures take, again? Take some more pictures. Okay. Because That's I, a good idea. I, I think they should fill out, especially we, if you put a little uh, a little fertilizer on it, a yeah. little, little uh, water-soluble fertilizer on it, keep them blooming. Yeah, we need blue bonnet reports from people that are growing them, because mine, I got one bloom. Yeah. <laughs> of, of all the ones I planted, I have one little red bloom. Okay. Uh, now That's I what d- we call the king bloom. Okay. Now, I have noticed that the ones I did in the pot are getting ready to go gangbusters. They are ready. Yeah. There are lots of foliage. Right. And there's, the, there's little, I guess, buds starting. Right. And they have little white specks on them and stuff, or maybe yellow specks or something. Anyway. Yeah. And so it looks like my best patch is going to be the... Uh, the one in the pot. And the one in the pot, yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, I'm interested in hearing from the lady. Uh, Trey said uh, a lady came in and bought a whole flat of okay. those colors. Oh, okay. So I, anybody that planted a red, white, and blue blue bonnet, I would uh, I would like for you to get in touch with us and uh, send me your name and address and uh, and. Uh, a telephone number and wherever, whatever. Yeah, we want to see what the... And I'll like. come out and take pictures. I did notice, okay, so the ones I put in the backyard, I just sprinkled them around because I wanted them to be a surprise. Right. We, we have since, in order to save them, I had to ruin the surprise. <laughs> but And the cats did not get to these. Okay. Uh, so I put some, and they're, they're just kind of... They're growing, but they haven't bloomed yet. Right. But they've done really well. The one I did on the the area between the street and the uh, the sidewalk, not doing great. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's too yeah, much shade. That, that's the one that the kids come by and pick the blooms, right? Yeah, that's what they did on my. Uh, uh. They and they weren't kids either. They were adults. They should have oh, known better. Oh, they were adults. 
They should have should have known <laughs> but, better. But anyway, the the major blue bonnets will be uh, doing their thing uh, toward the uh, middle to end of March. Okay. Okay. In, okay. Yeah. Which we're in now. But we need we need rain. We need a rain. Well, according to weather forecast, we're supposed to get Uh-oh. rain. Yeah, let me get that real real quick. I know you don't believe any of that. <laughs> they, I saw my weather girl last night on what they say on the radio, say? on TV. Yeah, and they said uh, a pretty good chance of rain Tuesday night. I think. Yeah, I think that's what the uh, the weather.gov says. Tuesday too. night into Wednesday. Yeah. Let's see if it's changed any. All day Tuesday? I think it was 60% on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night, yeah. Let's see if they're still calling it. Uh, Tuesday, ooh. (laughs) Chance of rain on Tuesday. Uh Uh-huh. 70%. Tuesday night. Are you ready? Oh, no. 90% chance of rain. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Why are you trying? What, what is wrong with you? You're jinxing people? it now. <laughs> Wednesday, fifty percent, and then that's then it disappears. Uh, so, I wish they would give the amount because they never tell you the amount that they expect to get. I was telling Calvin, I was telling Jerry that the uh, Tuesday is a seventy percent chance of rain. Tuesday night's a 90% chance of rain. <laughs> 90%. He, he has raspberried both of those. <laughs> He's jinxing it. If you could embrace the rain. I would I would like for us to have rain. Okay. Rain. I'd, I'd like a serious rain. Okay. You know, it yeah. would be nice. Inch, uh, inch and a half. Inch and a half. Well, it says thunderstorms. Does that mean it's serious? Well, well that's potentially. That's better than misting like yeah. they've been predicting. Okay. Yeah, they're, usually they're, when it's storm, thunderstorms, uh, you have a considerable yeah. In case you didn't hear. We did. Oh, they, a little bit yeah, they it. had Bermuda grass in the middle of their San We got about a minute, though. Bermuda grass in the middle of their San Augustine grass. Yeah, you did a good job telling them. Um, I, I wonder if they're, if it was in full sun, I would imagine, Bermuda yeah. grass. I wondered if the San Augustine didn't go away. Yeah, they they, they had... Planted it, but they, uh, they they hadn't watered it or anything. Else. Yeah. Oh, so ooh. What amazes me is that the Bermuda grass was a, a six tall, inches huh? tall, and the most of the Bermuda we're seeing out there is just kind of yeah, coming hey guys, up, sneaking along. We got to go. Thanks uh, for you to listening. Thanks to Al doing a great job. I'm Milton Glickman. I'll see you next Saturday here at Millburgers on the Answer.